Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Ask Ellie, Intuitive Insights and Your Questions Answered. Good morning, good morning, good morning if you're joining us live. Today is June 16th, Wednesday, and as of now, we're still in a Mercury retrograde, soon to be over, but the top things that we're going to talk about this morning, astrologically, will be the fact that the sun enters Cancer on June 20th. It will be the summer solstice. It's also Father's Day. And we have Jupiter going retrograde. All right, we'll talk about that. It's going to go retrograde in Pisces until October 17th. Then it makes a final exit out of Aquarius on December 29th, 2021. Then at the end of the year, it will re-enter into Pisces. So it goes back into Aquarius. Jupiter goes back into Aquarius. So just really quickly, if you've got any um, any sun sign, moon sign, ascendant, you wherever you're um, Aqu- wherever you are with Aquarius, you want to just know that Jupiter is retrograding. So you know, guess what? Your your um, astrological luck will continue. And for those Piscean, don't worry, it's coming back. You'll have your luck back again. Plus, luck happens to be a mindset. So we're going to end up talking about that in a few minutes. So with that noting over here, we do want. I do want to just share with you that we do have the summer solstice, the end of the retrograde. This has been a very interesting retrograde in terms of releasing and. I've had a lot of clients tell me, oh, there's so many things that I'm ready to release. I'm ready to release. And I'm going to tell you, release them and really finally be done with them. The retrograde will want to take them out of your life if you only allow it. You know, think of like being a hoarder, you know, that you want to get rid of some of the stuff that you have in your home and you're looking at it and then it's like, oh, someday, someday I'm going to need that again. Well, you know, the rule of thumb is if you haven't used it on that someday in the last three years, there's a really good likelihood you're not going to use it again. And so the same is with uh, things that are no longer working for you. Move them out of your life. Make room for the new. Be brave. The old, you know, the thing is that the universe likes risk takers. Now, when I say risk takers, it's not silly risk. These are calculated risks that are done uh, with thought. Only people who hold steady and sit in one spot weighing themselves down with their old thoughts and their old conversations, there's no lightness of being in that way. And then how are you going to generate and create something new if you're still stuck in your swamp? So anyway, not to lecture. Um, I just want to say good morning, good morning. And we've got some tips and tools today. And I'm going to ask you to grab a pen and paper in a few minutes. I just want to say hello to everybody here. Thomas, good morning. And Josie and Deb and um, Eve. Eva, good morning. Good morning. I'm so happy that you've joined me live today. And so I'm going to go back and talk a little bit about manifesting and creating abundance and wealth in our lives. So there's many layers to this. 
And one particular layer, one of the most important layers to manifesting, of course, is our self-talk. And if you are not clear what your self-talk is, dedicate one day out of, out of your life, maybe today going forward, and really become self-aware of the little things that you say to yourself. These are the things that you're saying to yourself as you're walking uh, to the kitchen. For, and you may look around and say to yourself, I'm, I'm just making this up. I don't know what people say to themselves. Um, oh, God, you know, I really have to clean up my house. I really need to do my dishes. I have so much to do today. Um, I'm never going to make this money. I don't know how I'm going to pay this bill. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. Or, wow, today's going to be an amazing day. Today, something exciting is going to happen. Today is going to be a power day. So, what you do want to do first and foremost is catch the self-talk, catch the little insidious self-talk, you know, even going to the mirror and looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, Oh my God, I'm getting a wrinkle. I'm getting old. Oh my, I'm getting too fat. I'm getting this, I'm getting that. How come I don't have what I want? Everybody else around me has what they want and I can never get what I want. How come, how come? Well, those are the things you want to catch. That's the beginning. So with that, Take a look at your self-talk. Don't judge it and say, oh, God, when am I going to change my self-talk? How come I can't change my self-talk? You know, be gentle and kind with yourself. First, recognize it. You can't run a marathon until you learn how to walk. So start with your baby steps. And that's what I'm going to suggest to you today is going forward today for the end of the week. Pay attention to the things that you are telling yourself ongoingly, like, oh, how come my kids don't do this? And how come my kids don't do that? And when am I going to do this? And when? Okay, all that stuff counts. Everything counts. So you really want to pay attention to that. Now, next thing. Um, if anybody, so if anybody has any questions, of course, you know, just hey, hit me up right now in the chat and I will definitely answer them. So with that, be mindful of your self-talk. Then the second thing is, let's take a look at some of the successes that you have had. Because it's really easy to beat ourselves up for some particular reason. And I'm just going to say this is not a functioning of the brain, but rather a functioning of historical conversations and cultures uh, to the end of umpteenth time that we have just carried over into our lives, into our programming without even thinking about it. Most of the time, it feels easier for some reason to entertain a negative thought or something that we don't want than to turn it around and turn it into something that we do want or entertain a positive thought. So how many times have you heard yourself say, oh, what if I don't get this? And what if I don't get that? Well, the same way that you're doing, hey, what if I don't get this? And what if I don't get that? And what if this doesn't happen? And what if that doesn't happen? What if it did happen? What if I did win the lottery? What if I did get that great job? What if I did move out of my place? What if I did meet that guy? What if, what if, what if? And turn it to something happier. So with that being said, that's another practice. Pay attention to your what ifs. Pay attention to all of the, neg like let's call them negative, disempowering, 
unhappy thoughts that you have during the day and turn them into something happier. Now, we're not looking to put chocolate on poo-poo. This is not what it's about. It is not about positive affirmations. Oh, I'm going to be a multimillionaire. Oh, that's not it because that's not changing the programming. Only what you can change is the awareness. So if you are spending five minutes going, oh, well, what if we don't get this? And what if we don't get that? And what, so what about, what if we do get this? And what if we do get that? Spend some time redirecting it into an emotion and a thought that empowers you. So with that being said, then we're going to look at responsibility. We take responsibility for everything that is in our life and everything that is not in our life. Well, that will be a huge step and it's a big pill to swallow because nobody wants to look around and say, well, I'm not responsible for what happens here. That's not my fault. Well, it's no one's talking about fault because fault is a very juvenile emotion. Fault is very childish. You want to work on removing fault and blame from, if you're an adult, you want to work on removing fault and blame from your vocabulary. Uh, that's a whole other conversation that we can have. Um, parents and caretakers and people who are functioning in a, look, I hate to say this, but I'm just going to say it, a lower conscious awareness of the use of their language and the results that their language has on their environment. When they create fault and blame, that's operating in one of the lowest frequencies. You're operating in guilt and shame. And on the spectrum, of transcending frequencies and going to higher frequencies where the vibration is faster, where you can attract more um, wealth, happiness, health. That is not where you want to be vibrating. So you want to stay away from fault and blame and blaming it on other people. Oh, it's this person's fault if they had done that, you know, really? Um, you want to take a look at it and say, well, perhaps I needed to have hired someone else to do it. And then check your intuition because somewhere along the line, you probably realized that you needed to have hired somebody else if you look in hindsight. Another conversation, though. Anybody have questions about any of this stuff? I just want you to go back now and look at your responsibility that you are taking for yourself and your life. Okay. Now, next thing, after we take responsibility and we have a cognitive awareness of what we are thinking and what we are saying to ourselves and other people, then we want to look at some of our past experiences of where we have manifested. And if you take a look at your past experiences of where you have manifested something, I want you to write down right now, I'm going to give you a few minutes, just like we were, you know, this isn't a live interactive podcast. So I'd like you to write down three things on your own paper so that you have a neuro net of remembering three things that you have manifested in your life that were really powerful and really made you happy. These were big things that you manifested. So if you could just write that down, and I'm going to give you a few seconds to do that. All right, I'll be right back.
Hey, everybody. Did you write down a few things that you manifested? Okay. So um, anybody want to share? Always welcome to have people sharing what they've manifested. But take a look at what you've manifested. And then in this manifestation, what I'd like you to do is look at what it was in your energy field that had you manifest this. So for example, were you feeling powerful? Were you feeling determined? Were you feeling focused? Were you feeling a need? And when I call a need, let's call it your hungry. Okay. Oh, so someone here manifested a free trip to Hawaii. Wow. Congratulations. More gratitude. Awesome. Awesome. So what was it that had you manifest these things? Was it again, I'm just throwing these out. Were you focused? Were you hungry? And what I'm saying hungry, you know, was there a desire? This was something that you really desired to do. You really wanted it. So one of the things that I have noticed in manifestations is that when we are hungry for something and we really want something to enter into our lives, as human beings, we will do what it takes to have that happen. However, this gets into the level of this gets into a level of complacency and contentment, and it gets into the frequency where you're at. So, example, let's take a particular thing. If anybody wants to, um, anybody wants to be brave enough on this podcast and just type in something that they'd like to manifest. Look, it's anonymous, and you know the the. Um, uh, the chats are not saved and I won't read your name out loud. Uh, so if anybody wants to write down something that they'd like to manifest, I'm going to show you some of the steps that we use in manifesting that you may hear through other teachers. And then again, you may not. So um, I'm, I'm ready to go. Anybody want to do a retro uh, retrograde? Anybody want to ma manifest something over here really quickly uh, that they, okay, we got one. All right. Soulmate. Yay. Thank you. Brave. <laughs> all right, let's go. So here's, here's some easy tips and techniques. First of all, you want to take a look, um, at, take a look at all the things that you have manifested in your life. You don't have to share them with me right now, but I want you to take an accountability and say, well, well, I manifested this and that and this and that. Okay. Then, so here's your accountability. So then you want to do some self-talk. I have manifested successfully before, and I can manifest successfully again. So your self-talk goes now, I am able to manifest that which I want. All right. Now, really important on this one, soulmate energy. Uh, there is a lot of stuff that happens in relationship, and this is where you're going to have to do a very, very deep soul search. And what, I, what I'm saying by this is forget what everybody has told you. Forget all of these things that people have told you, oh, you're going to meet him here. You're going to meet him there. You had your astrology. You're never going to meet him. I don't know what people have told you. And I want you to take a really good inventory as to what you have heard about relationships and your soulmate and quote unquote, the stories that have been told to you or the information that you have on your back burner about your belief system about finding a soulmate. All right. After you do that, you want to take inventory 
of your own personal beliefs that you have and the conversations that you have. You see, if you have a conversation ongoing, if I meet somebody, then he has to have this or she has to have that. And what if, okay, what if, and then you go into the, what if they don't have this? What if they don't have that? Now, most of the time, what happens over here is the outward projections and the fears of not being able to attract anybody or why am I not meeting that person? That's another conversation you want to give up. You don't want to say, why am I not meeting this person? The, quest, the conversation wants to become, I'm so excited. I'm ready to meet my, my person now. I'm ready to meet my soulmate now. I'm ready to meet my, my partner now. I'm really excited that this is happening for me now. And I welcome this person coming into my life. And I receive this person coming into my life with gratitude. I am here. I am ready. I am ready and open to receive and willing to receive this. Now, this is a different energy as to when am I going to get this person? How come I'm not meeting this person? I go over here and nothing works. They have that. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Very different self-talk very different energy and you cannot lie to the universe and this is really important you can lie to yourself with your words you cannot lie to the frequencies so if you have a frequency that you think that you're not good enough you know oh nobody's going to want to be with me i'm not beautiful enough i'm not this enough i'm not that enough i have that whenever you got like a hundred things that are not good enough inside of you in your self-talk. This is where you got to go back and do your self-talk. Okay. Like, what am I really saying when I look in the mirror? Am I saying, wow, I'm so beautiful. I'm gorgeous. I'm happy. I'm fit. I'm healthy. People love to be with me. People love to be in my presence. My guy's going to love being with me. My guy loves being with me because I love being with me. So now you want to get completely honest with what it is that you're feeling about yourself and what it is that you're self-talking. And if you're having a self-talk with, you know, oh, it's getting hard. There are too many people that I can't find anybody. The pickings are slim. All the good ones are taken. You know, uh, 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 you got to be careful with all of that. All right. So now with that being said, then you want to pay attention to what it is that you're self-talking. And now you want to redirect that into what it is that you want. And that becomes that I am now open again to receiving this relationships come easily to me and effortlessly. Everywhere I go are opportunities for me to meet new people. Everywhere I go are opportunities for me to meet my soulmate. So here's the thing. This has to step into a different conversation. It steps into a totally different conversation of accepting and receiving this person into your life and staying away from those other conversations that kind of slip in insidiously. Then the other thing that you want to do is that you want to start to hang around with couples. And I know this sounds kind of like you want to stay away from the relation, the, the single life and hanging around with the girls or the guys, you know, cause you're going to go out and that's fine. You can still do that. You can go out with your lady friends. You can go out with your guy friends. However, the more that you get around couples and have an energy of, I now, you know what, that's for me that's for me, that's for me, the more that you get into that kind of an energy of allowing and accepting and receiving and hanging around with people that are couples, then uh, the universe says, oh, 
She loves being in relationships. She loves being around couples. She really wants to be a couple. So we're going to create her as a couple. So these are the little things that you can start to do. And it may seem like, oh, I did all of that before and it didn't work. Okay, that was then. This is now. There may have been something in your programming that you were saying that you were un that you're unaware of. And it may even be an energy that you walk around with where you're like, oh, I'm never going to meet anybody. Everybody's taken. This is what my life is going to be like. I'm resigning myself to this life. I may never have this person. Okay, any of that stuff? Got to go. Because Meeting people can change. Once you change that frequency, that self-talk, that default thermostat of where you are, once you change that, everything can change on a dime. You could walk out and meet somebody um, at the, the supermarket that wasn't there last week because your like attracts like. So you always want to remember that like attracts like water seeks its own level. Look to see who you're hanging around with. That will be like the biggest indicator. If you're hanging around with people who are unhappy in marriages or unhappy in relationships, you won't, you're not going to be attracting a soulmate. Get around people who love their partners. Get, and I don't mean you're not going to attract it. I don't mean like that just flippantly. I'm just saying it's a frequency. I mean, of course, you have the possibility of attracting a person, only it's an energy. If you're hanging around with broke people, you're going to, you know, what's the chance? Like attracts like. Birds of a feather flock together. This is, this is true stuff. So if you want to be in a relationship, hang around with couples that are happy with each other. Get into places where people go together and then cre don't create that role, that that conversation on the third wheel. Stay out of that. OK, just be happy that you're in relation, that you're in an area or you're with people who love to be with one another. They're beautiful. They're set a role model. You tell yourself that's for me. OK, that's a lot of information and it's easy, you know, but it's not that easy to implement. So the first place to begin over here is to begin it with your conversations with yourself and then your expectations. Be mindful that you are now ready to receive and that you love yourself. And when you love yourself, it makes room for other people to love you. Uh, you cannot be complaining and bitter about about the opposite sex or about other about people and then want to attract a partner. And that goes for money also. And Priya over here, hi, hi, welcome, welcome. So um, if you're looking to manifest money, it's the same thing. You cannot, wait, wait, well, I mean, you probably can, who knows? But the, the chances are uh, the likelihood of manifesting money when you're talking negatively about it are really not high. Um, if you're happy, just, you know, if you're out on a date with somebody and um, you're, let's say that you go out on a date with um, a guy and he, um, his, his, you know, he, he's very, he's dressed really well and he's got a fancy watch and he looks as if he takes really good care of himself and he's very groomed and you see him, um, enjoying expensive things because he drives a fancy car because you saw his car. If you go on a date with him and you start complaining, he may have other really wonderful qualities besides the things that you're seeing right there in front of you. If, if you're complaining, oh, I just can't stand guys that take so much time grooming themselves and wear expensive, fancy clothes. 
well, guess what? That guy's going to not go out on a date with you again. And it's the same thing with money. If you're constantly complaining about money and that, oh, only the rich get richer and it's so unfair and I have to work so hard for my money and all of these complaints that people have about money all the time, well, money is going to stay away from you because money loves to go to people who love it, appreciate it, take good care of it. It's almost as if it's a relationship. And if you're going to, you know, wouldn't you want to be with somebody who appreciates you, takes care of you, values you, and um, yeah, really appreciates and values you. That's the same with money. Money's going to hang around with people who value, appreciate what it can do for them and for other people. Anyway, um, so summing this all up for today, what I'd like you to do is write down your lists of all of the things that you've accomplished in your manifestations, and then take a look at what your self-talk is around the things that you want to manifest and then, uh, then with the things that you want to manifest, take a look at, again, your self-talk, the frequency. It's really the energy that you have it. Because like I said, you could be doing affirmations. Oh, I'm a millionaire. I'm a millionaire. I'm a millionaire. But if you don't feel internally like a millionaire, that's what you're going to have. And how can you feel like a millionaire if you've never had a million dollars? If you've never had that money, how can you feel like a millionaire if you ha don't have that experience? So you may want to get around people who do have millions of dollars so that you can see how they think and how they feel. All right. Um, we're closing up and I just want to share with you, this has been delightful. The subject is never ending and there's so much to teach on it. Only the first thing is begin with your thoughts and begin with the energy that you have to this. If you, I just want to leave you with a real quick story. I had a client many years ago and she was single and wanted to meet her man friend and she went to the gas station, and one of the things that she did when she went to the gas station, this is pumping gas by yourself out there, she went, she was looking good, she felt good, she smelled good, she's a beautiful woman, and a beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. And a gentleman came up to her at the gas station, and he said, I'm taking a chance, I don't know, there's something about you, I am, I just, there's something about you, here's my business card. And so she looked at him, and she said, well, here's my business card. And that was the end of the exchange. And you know where the story is going, okay? He called her. They went out on a date. They ended up being married. And they're still married as far as I know. This story is from a few years ago. And as far as I know, they're still married to one another. And so you could meet somebody anywhere. I had a client who met her husband at the door. And I remember that it was a reading that I had done for her many years ago. And I said to her, you're going to meet your husband. He's going to come to the door. And I said, he's not UPS. He's not FedEx. He's not the mailman. I don't have an answer for you, like how you're going to meet him at the door. Anyway, it turned out that her daughter had a sweet 16 party. She had been divorced. A gentleman who was bringing his daughter, who was also divorced, unbeknownst to her, she didn't know this guy, came, they started talking, he came to pick up his daughter, they started talking again, 
And guess what happened? The two of them blended families. So uh, they ended up getting married. And how did she meet him? He came to her door. So we just never know where we're going to meet our soulmate. But we have to be in the frequency and in the self-talk of, of allowing it. And that is the same thing with money. You want to start to pay attention to your feelings and thoughts about money. And if you want money to come into your life, think of it as uh, somebody that you or somebody or something that you really want to welcome and embrace in your life because of all the wonderful things that money can provide you and the people you can help with it. Okay. Wow. This has been a really super, super fast 30 minutes today. Thank you all for being here. Thank you for your uh, comments and thank you for your sharing your manifestations and um, manifesting selling your homes and manifesting bringing in your relationships. And I have a feeling that by the time we do our next podcast, if you've done some of this work and pay attention to your thoughts and alter them and get around conversations that are inspiring and with people who have what you have, we're going to change up this. We're going to be emailing me and telling me, hey, guess what happened? I did boom, boom, boom. All right. I wish everybody a very, very happy weekend, a happy Father's Day, a very empowering solstice Remember, use this energy powerfully to get what you want. All right, everybody, you know something amazing is happening today. So just go and embrace it. Lots of love, everybody. Thanks for joining me. Bye.